Hey everyone, thanks for listening in, really appreciate it. Wanted to let you know about a really cool opportunity. Over the last few months, we've been working with an amazing company, Create Momentum. They work in the peak performance adventure space and together we are taking a small group of people to Thailand to challenge themselves, train in flow states, and learn how to find balance in extreme conditions. Sarah Thompson, our own Wells Performance Head of Coaching, is going to be guiding the eight-day experience. Now, we have carefully chosen two specific action sports, freediving and Muay Thai. And what we're using those sports for is to help you implement strategies used by elite athletes, then to translate those learnings into personal and professional growth while you're at the event, obviously, and then afterwards, We'll talk a lot about how to implement those learnings in your day-to-day life. So if you want to level up, check it out. We'd be honored and privileged to have you there. The dates are December 3rd to 11th, and the resort is absolutely out of control. Um, We're really, really excited about it. The training is totally personalized to your level of experience as well. So all levels are welcome, even if you have never tried either of those sports. And let's face it, we haven't. Uh, so we, we really don't care where the skill level is. We're just learning. We're just trying to get better and have a really cool experience. If you're interested, check out all, out all the details at cre- createmomentum.co. And the link is in the podcast description. There's a few spots left. And we would love to have a few people from the podcast join us on that trip. All right, let's get back to the show. Thanks for listening. Hey everyone, welcome back. Great to be with you. I am in the middle of the woods on Thanksgiving weekend on a hike. So you'll hear wind and leaves in the background and just in this space, take a break, get away from the daily grind and spark recovery, regeneration, and hopefully I get a few ideas while I'm out here walking. And that's actually what this podcast is all about this week. It's a Another section from a keynote, but this week we're going to dive into radical creativity and theta brainwaves. So anything and everything that you can do to come up with new ideas, uh, new solutions to old problems, and how to create ideation on demand. I think there's a few nuggets in here that will be super beneficial for you if you can put them into practice. And there's some tactics and tools and strategies that you can use to do just that in this session. So No further delays, greetings from the woods, and I hope that you enjoy this keynote all about building radical creativity. Radical optimization factor number three is radical acceptance. Here's the idea. I learned this from a gentleman named Sadhguru from India. Yeah, he's incredible, he's amazing. I just went to his um, place in Coimbatore in the mountains of India a couple years ago in an experience that fundamentally changed my life and made me realize that every single thing that Deepak said yesterday is 100% true. I'm not sure why yet, but it's true. (laughs) So here's the idea. Step back. I've gotten to know all of you really well, really well. Good things have happened to you. Bad things have happened to you. 
in some cases, really bad. And I know about a lot of them. Not all of them. I know about a lot of them. Really bad. You've done good things. Some of us have done bad things. Probably a combination of all of the above. All of that leads into the experiences that we have had that make, we, make us who we are today, for better or for worse. The experiences that we've had, good or bad, that we have done, that we have in, in, ingrained in ourselves, that is who we are today. To move forwards, to break through the complexity, to take your life to the next level, you must consider that who you are today is unchangeable. It is immutable. There's nothing that you can do. You are who you are. What has happened has happened. What you've done, you've done. The way that you are today is the way that you are today. Radical, thorough, complete self-acceptance. If, sorry, when you do that, radical self-acceptance of who you are today in this moment, when you do that, radical self-acceptance, you are left with only one question. So now what? You eliminate all barriers to progress. When Usain Bolt lines up on the start line at the Olympic Games, he's not questioning whether or not he should have gone to that one workout two years ago that he missed. Radical self-acceptance enables you to reach your performance, your abilities in that moment. We cannot look back. We must learn from the past. We must contemplate the past. But in order to move forwards, we must accept it. Radical self-acceptance leads you to moving forwards. Story to highlight that. This is me out on my walking safari a few weeks ago, and that is an elephant print. It is big. And so we tracked the elephant for a little while, which was unbelievably cool. And can we kill the lights on this one? Is that possible? Sherry, you're the best. Thank you so much. So this is my guide. It's about a 45-second um, video. Sherry, you're the absolute best. We really need to be able to see this. We need to turn up the volume because we got to hear what he says. This is so cool. Watch this. Ear flapping. So, guys, if I say more, be quick. This thing has happened very quick. Okay. You feel it fast. So awesome. There you can see him. And there's the tusk. Isn't that wild? How cool is that? So, when we're walking, 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 and then this happens. Now, when you watch this next one, I want you just to stare at the screen and just let your mind settle. Take a deep breath.
Thanks, Jerry. This is rhythmic, repetitive. Did you feel your brain shift there? This is Adam walking on the beach in Maine. Rhythmic, repetitive movements. This pattern that we adopt shifts your brain waves into something called theta wave activity, which is 8 to 12 hertz. And what happens when you're in theta wave activity is your brain, different regions of your brain start connecting together. So functional magnetic resonance imaging, you can see the parts of the brain that are activated, front of the brain, back of the brain, and over here you see the networks that connect those two together. That's what happens in theta wave activity. And what that means is that you are creating new ideas. That's creativity unleashed. That's new ideas. That's problems solved. That's making connections that you've never contemplated before. That's creating the new piece of music. That is figuring out a new way to do a layup in sports. That's uh, a, a new play. That is a, a new product. That's like when your brain opens up. And we can actually get there deliberately. Theta waves are something that we can actually get to if we do very, uh, very specific things. The first one, when it comes back to body, is LSD, not the drug, to be clear. Although microdosing of LSD may have some potential uses for that, but we'll deal with that at another event. It's moving meditation. Walk, run, jog, swim, bike, paddle, rhythmic, repetitive movements, trigger, theta wave activity. Showers do that as well. Rhythmic, repetitive movements, right? This pop, that's why you get eureka moments in the shower. This is Ingrid just a couple weeks ago in, outside of Banff. I took her on a business trip with me and we went skiing for a day. And when, what I noticed, again, back to children, they naturally move into these rhythmical, repetitive patterns. She did the same run six times in a row in the exact same way, over and over and over again. She got better and better and better every single time. But it was super interesting to see how much she loves to get into theta wave activity. You can see it in her face. She's being creative. She's micro-changing. She's having a blast. She's waving, having a good time. But like that's theta wave activity created. You'll also notice that her mind when she's in that space is quiet and restful. This is her on a school trip recently. Look at her eyes and her face as she's learning how to do something new, in this case, weaving. So the body is rhythmic, repetitive movements the mind, quiet, restful, and the place is solitude. For yourself, or with a partner, or with your team. Like Abbey Road Studios, the greatest studio in the world. A place you want to go with your team to be creative. I took my mom and dad to a concert recently, and my mom and dad elbowed everyone out of the way, or my mom very specifically elbowed everyone out of the way to make sure that we were at the front of the concert near the, the music. That, I'm just kidding. She's a little bit intimidating. So um, you've all seen the image of her lifting huge amounts of weights. We went and saw Shaggy play, which was super fun, reggae show. He had an extremely expensive bass player named Sting, and that was uh, pretty amazing to see. That's his joke, not mine. Uh, but when they played together, they totally elevated each other. It was really, really cool to see. It was so fun. Best moment, I, thought, I think, though, was Dominic Miller, the guitar player, with his son, also playing guitar on stage. Super cool, amazing. You could see how they elevated each other and brought themselves to a completely different level. But when you consider this solitude issue, it's not just you being alone. You might need to be alone to write your book. That's totally fine. But you might need to isolate yourself with a partner. You might need to isolate yourself with a team. Eliminating distractions, getting into the most perfect spot. Abbey Road Studios for you. Menlo Park for Thomas Edison. 
whatever it happens to be, we need to control our place so that we can operate in the right mindset. I have a beautiful piece of art right over my desk. There, very specifically, fractal patterns gets me thinking a certain way. Looking over my left side on my desk is nature. Behind me, two speakers, very carefully designed space to make sure that I can operate creatively if I need to do so. Take control of your lives through that space and amazing things can happen. So that's the patterns that we have when it comes to creating theta wave activity. The biohack for you on this one is sleep. Sleep unlocks creativity. And I'm wearing this piece of technology called an Oura ring, O-U-R-A ring. Again, no financial whatever relationships. It's just a cool piece of tech. Measures body temperature, sleep, movement, um, and you get data like this from it. It's pretty awesome. So on this night, what I did was I worked, 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 right up until the last possible second. And then I tried to go to sleep. And I'll zoom in on this information right here. What happened was I was awake, the white bars, more or less constantly right until about 1 o'clock in the morning. And you'll notice awake is there, REM sleep is there, light sleep is here, and then deep sleep was non-existent. I wiped out all of my deep sleep recovery during that time. The next night, I did something completely different. I ran my protocol that we run before we fall asleep at night. So we do some meditation, we do hot, cold bath, we do reading of fiction, ran that, and this was a completely different night. You'll see over here on the left, instead of being awake the whole time, I've got an hour of deep sleep early on in the night. And also that my heart rate dropped and dropped and dropped and dropped and dropped. It took almost until 6 o'clock in the morning before I was completely recovered. Like sleep unlocks creativity. Sleep is the foundation for human performance. Sleep needs to be prioritized. There's some amazing new technologies that you can contemplate if you want to learn more about how you're sleeping to get some data so you can make educated decisions about what works and what doesn't work. I've got seven strategies for you about how to sleep better that are in the ripple effect. You can read those to catch up on them later. Happy to help, uh, help you through that. So this is the creative thinking pathway. What destroys all of that? Fear. Why did... Robin Williams happen. Why did we lose Robin Williams? Why did we lose Anthony Bourdain? Why did we lose Kate Spade? Why did we lose all these incredible people? Massively creative people struggle with all of this because they're constantly thinking, am I gonna be as good on the next thing as I was on the last? Right? They really struggle with, with, with this. And that I think is based upon fear. And I really need you to understand the effect that fear has on your body, uh, body and mind, soul, your, your heart set, your mind set, your soul set. Health set, Health set thank you. <laughs> this is an image that I took on my paddleboard this summer. I came across this buoy and it said, keep out. And so of course I completely ignored it as a practice, right? Like, I have no idea what's gonna happen next, but I'm definitely not listening to that and just, and just kept going. Had a great paddle. I have no idea what was out there. Um, and so what I, would question, what I would throw back to all of you, again, is this idea of like, what requires your radical self-acceptance? What do you need to let go of? What do you need to think about when it comes to yourself? What are your strengths that you need to go all in on? 
What are your abilities that you're not necessarily trusting yet? What are you missing? What do you need to accept? What's the elephant in the room that you need to acknowledge and accept? But it's got to be your strength. It's got to be your unique ability. Another Dan Sullivan strategic coach term, right? What is your unique ability? What is your strength? What is your passion? Right? I watch Eve's yoga videos, and I'm like, he's crushing it at yoga. Runs a company, but he's crushing it at yoga. Like, what are we missing in our lives that we're actually really supposed to be doing? Or capable of doing? Or could be doing? Right? Let's unlock our potential. Let's take control of our lives. Let's do what we're meant to do. Let's get fit. Let's eat right. Let's help others. Let's serve people, right? Let's unlock our potential and do things to our abilities and actually make a difference in the world. That's what we need to do. That's the question you need to ask yourself and the solution that you need to come up with. Fourth idea, last one. We're almost done. You guys are doing incredible. And thank you, Robin and Sherry, for giving me a bit of extra time to, to go over and finish this off because I think this is, <sighs> this is where we really break through. We got to get through this. Thank you for that applause back there, by the way. I saw that. I appreciate it. So I think this was the greatest accomplishment uh, in sports in the last two years. Alex Honnold. Pretty amazing, right? Climbs the Dawn Wall. We're a part of the Dawn Wall, with, which is 3,000 feet tall. Hands and feet only. No ropes. In three hours and 52 minutes. Ultra performance demands radical authenticity. This is the last piece of the puzzle. Radical authenticity. You doing you. When Alex is interviewed, he's very clear. He's a free climber. That's what he does. He lives in a van up until very recently. So he can train all the time. This is what he does. Now, here's the coolest thing I've discovered. There's a brainwave associated with this. I didn't know it existed until very recently, called gamma waves. It's only discovered about 10 years ago. There's a lot of debates about whether or not this is actually real or just a measurement artifact. So understand that I'm stepping from real hard science now into the realm of theory. This is debatable. This is highly contested right now, but I think it's super interesting. The idea behind gamma waves is that they originate back here in the base of your, uh, base of your brain in the visual cortex, and they sweep forwards 25 to 200 hertz at a time, so 25 to 200 times per second. These have been measured in people in deep meditation and also in moments of pure perfection of performance. So really, let that run where you forget that you're running, that speech that you gave that was just absolutely dominant, that conversation with your partner where you're completely locked in with them, that moment when you're completely engaged with your kids, that's gamma wave activity. And what happens in gamma wave is that the entire brain lights up at once. Super cool. This is the eureka moment. This is the aha moment. This is the when you are truly operating at your absolute limits of what you're capable of. I think that when, you know, a couple days after I had that shark experience with Judith, there was another moment. A couple days later, Judith and I are out swimming over the reef, 
and I've got huge fins on, I've got my goggles, and I'm, I'm a swimmer, right? So I'm just like loving being out there. And we're out there and it's like this and the reef drops off and there's fish everywhere and I'm swimming and Judith's here and she taps me. And I look back and she goes like this. And I look to my right and a six foot reef shark comes up next to me. So I start to race it. <laughs> so I'm out there and I'm swimming and I'm breathing to the side and it's there. And I can see the fin over the water, like, right? Crazy, and I'm watching it, and it speeds up, so I start kicking faster, and I pick it up, right? And then it drops me in two seconds. But like that moment when I was so locked in, like I could see its eye, I could see its teeth, I could see the pores on its face, I could see the way that it was moving, I could see the muscles in the side of its body, I could tap my feet in rhythm with the, with the, with the rhythm of its fin strokes. I was like breathing on this, it was just like, off the charts incredible. Probably one of the coolest singular 30 seconds I will ever have in my life, other than right now. And that was um, a f moment when I truly believed that my brain was firing on all, everything was possible. All my history as a swimmer, all of my environmental awareness, all of my, like everything was firing. Super cool. I'm sure you can all identify with moments that you've had as well, like that in your lives. That's gamma waves. You can actually activate them deliberately. This is peak function. And I actually wrote this before Deepak went on stage. I promise you I did not change this after listening to his speech. I wrote synchrony. Isn't that wild? This is the moment of synchrony when everything comes together. Your brain is functioning. You're making connections with the universe. Like you're cosmically connected to the energy of the vibrations of, of, the, of, the, of the cosmos. Pretty wild. How do you do that? Your body is in the zone. Just look at that image, clearly he's in the zone, not too tense, not too relaxed. When they asked him about whether or not he was scared, he said, no, I'm not scared. I was only ever operating between three and seven out of 10 in effort. And they said, really? Yeah, and he said, and also all people make mistakes when they're doing practice runs one or two out of 10 when they're not really paying attention. That's when people die. So I was not worried at all. He was totally in the zone. Next idea is your mind is in peak function and perception. Just think about what his mind is doing. He memorized every single move before he climbed. And he memorized every single mistake that he could make and what he would do if he did make that mistake. Peak cognitive function. And then he was in a space, and again, I wrote this before Deepak talked, of love, gratitude, and compassion. Deepak said those three words in that order yesterday and I wrote them down and I nearly had a heart attack that he was stealing my speech, right? Like just, but isn't that amazing that that connection was happened? Do you know what else was crazy about yesterday's talk? Did you notice that he talked about getting tenure at the university? Is that not bizarre? Like I nearly, I was like freaking out. It's like, we're so connected, Deepak, right? Like, no, no, no. Love, compassion, gratitude, check those guys out. That's, that's Alex right at the top with Jimmy Chin as photographer. How cool is that? Right? That's what it's all about. That's that, notice that that's the same look on my face when I'm with my family at the end of Iron Man. Like, it's all there. That's what we're trying to do in our lives. Moments like this. That's what we're trying to create. That's magic. Playing with your family on the beach. How do you do that? Body, mind, space. What destroys that? Anger. Fear. Resentment, regret, jealousy, regret, destroys all of it. 
all the negative emotions tear you out of this instantaneously. You gotta bulletproof yourself against what's going on in the world right now to make sure that that doesn't happen. So what requires your radical authenticity? What do you really need to do? Where do you really need to take your life? What out of all of the things that you've learned over the last two days, or the last Titan Summit, or the one before that, or the one before that, or the one before that, what do you need to do? Radical authenticity, truly believing in yourself. So I, as you know, sent that letter in to the president because I did this whole process. And uh, shortly uh, after I did that, I got this letter. Congratulations on receiving tenure. It was all wrong. I went for a walk around the university, looked around, thought about two paths. External validation. Thank you, I really appreciate the external validation you guys all just gave me. The world did that. I posted that on social just to test it. External validation, society's expectations, the normal path. 21 years of effort. Nothing related to my purpose, my meaning, my impact, or my abilities. None of it. Two paths. I'm standing on Philosopher's Walk at U of T, and I'm thinking about this, and I have a panic attack. And I remembered that I love climbing mountains and doing research. I remember I love doing public speaking. I love helping children. And for me, I realized that if I accepted that, that my life would be forever broken, even though pension, benefits, salary, safety, security, everything you're supposed to want uncertainty, passion, impact, meaning. Not to say that some people shouldn't be a prophet. Some people should be researchers and do test tube work. We need them. They find solutions to diseases, just not my thing. My thing is that. And I went to do a speech in Calgary thereafter, February. I'm looking at over the city where I did my undergrad degree thought about my two choices, sat down, penned a note, email, to my dean at the university, Dr. Ira Jacobs, who, for whom I have infinite respect, one of the three people in the world who can ask me to do something, and I will always do it. And I resigned. But here's why I did it. Again, guys, you're like, way to go, Greg. Not about me. 
at some point in the future, Ingrid and Adam are going to come to me and they're going to ask me questions. Dad, should I love this person? Should I take that trip? Should I start that business? Should I quit this job? Should I be who I'm supposed to be? They're going to ask me that. And unless I did that, unless I made that decision, there's absolutely no chance that I could tell her or Adam, yes, go for it, do it. No way. Or if I did, I'd be full of shit and I'd be lying to them. Unacceptable. That's why I did it. That's why those decisions need to be made by every single person in this room. That's why you need to take control of your lives so that you can actually live an authentic life where we positively impact other people and positively change the world. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate you joining me for this episode of the podcast. Your time is incredibly valuable and spending it with me is just mind blowing. I, I thank you so much for doing that. It's great. If you want to support the show, if you enjoyed that segment and you want more, please subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and on Google Play. That makes a huge difference for us. And then also, if you can let me know what you think. All of my social media are at Dr. Greg Wells. And of course, if you can share this with anyone in your network, it would be greatly appreciated as well. All right, that's it for this week. Thanks for listening. And we'll speak to you again really, really soon.